This episode of the Fun V Tailgate podcast is brought to you by our friends at Schneckbook. College football week five and NFL week four are here. And myself and Maddie D break down all the key matchups and action that you need to know for this weekend. We brought on our friend Ryan White to be our guest picker. Had a ton of fun with that. Cannot wait to hear what you guys think. Leave a comment below. As always, though, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Search the bullpen card on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a nice little review. We'll give you a shout-out on the show. Find us on Twitter. ThunderBLG is the handle there. Thunderblog Sports on Instagram and Facebook. You're going to follow our Instagram this weekend because it is the Thunder Cup, the golf tournament that we put on every year. A lot of trash talk, a lot of match play. That's going to be fun. But enjoy this weekend, guys. We're getting into the thick of football. I cannot wait. Here we go. Welcome to this week's episode of the Fun V Tailgate Podcast, presented by ThunderBlogSports.com. A part of the Bullpen Card Podcast feed, I, of course, am the G-Man, Jordy Cannell. Joining me, as always, as there's some sort of commotion behind him, is my friend Sorry. and Sorry. yours, Mr. Matty D. What's up, buddy? <laughs> hey, you know what? Not every introduction is seamless, okay? Hey, we know this. Happens. We know this. So, uh, I am, uh, I guess you could say I'm still working on it after this weekend, now, after the after everything that happened football wise, it was pretty oh, rough. Yeah. It was tough weekend for both of us, really. We both, because we share very similar interests in terms of teams. Um, I don't know if it could have gone a lot worse. Uh, Lehigh could have lost well. again. Lehigh could have. Lehigh was on a bye, so they did not lose. So That's, there you go. They, we they avoided the full sweep. Week, so. Yeah, we avoided the full fun. sweep. Yeah. Oh man, dude. Oh, yeah, I will get into it. I just I had to stop. Yeah, no, you, you got to address gloomy. it. You got you got to wear it on the chin, and and the Phillies got eliminated last night by the Nationals, and all the Nationals fans are going nuts. It's uh, it's not been our week, man. But we have the Thunder Cup this week. I'm excited for it. Absolutely. I mean, how, it's really going to raise my spirits. I've okay. golfed a lot this year, but I've been looking forward to the Cup. You know, I know this is a football podcast, but the two of us have talked. You know, year one, I was dominant. Year two, you were dominant. We're due for I'm one. Hoping. We'll finally have a round where we both play really well. Yeah. We've I never played really well together. To be, right, right. I want us to battle. I mean, yes. I want it to be, you know – I want it to be hard. You know, yes. I want I want to be making I want us one of us to be making putt. Um I'd like also my team to win. They've lost both years, although we almost made the huge comeback last year. No, uh, two, two years, years ago, ago you did. Yeah, two last years ago year was you lost a complete bloodbath. Yeah. I, I need some of my picks to play a little better, I is really the key. Yeah, the captain's so, uh, picks. We'll see. But yeah, I'm we'll a captain, see. so you know what? At the end of the day, it has to be laid at my feet. That's that. Huh? Yeah, it happens. But it should be fun. It should be a lot of fun. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. We'll be uh Throwing all that shit up all throughout the day, talking smack, yes. all that good stuff. Yes. But Matt, let's jump into it. College football week four. Uh, you mentioned the the Best heartbreaking the loss, but holy crap, was this week yeah. wild to say the least? Best week of the year. I, yeah, there's no way around. We we discussed it pretty heavily last week. Um, I mean, upset started right away. 
I mean, if you miss the Thursday game, Houston at Tulane, mm-hmm. um, Tulane came back. They they had a fake, uh, fake um, what's it called? Fake. Fake punt, right? Fake punt. No, 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 no. Fake spike. Excuse me. I knew I was oh, right. yeah, that's right. That's right. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Or was it a fake? I think it was a fake kneel down. Fake kneel down is what it was. Trick play. <laughs> yeah. Um, and by the way, so this is, and I want to get into this. I, I was going to do it now. So Houston, we talked a little bit about them when we were starting the year with some expectations with mm-hmm. um, Dan Holgerson going there. So they have this really great quarterback, De'Ara King. He's a senior. They get off to a one and three start. They had a pretty difficult slate start the year. They get off to a one and three start. He decides to redshirt, mm-hmm. not injured, to redshirt because now he's be eligible to play next year with the intent of staying at the school and most likely playing at Houston. So he probably doesn't have the draft stock yet mm-hmm. to get in it. Fascinating decision. It really goes against the spirit of that rule, by the way. Yes. In my opinion. Um, they just had a. Uh, Miami senior linebacker has just done it. One of Sierra King's wide receivers has done the same thing. It's an interesting trend, and I don't know if it's good or bad. Um, part of me would say for a backup guy, I think it's a little bit more easy for me to swallow. But for a starter, I think it's a little harder. Yeah, it is tough. Especially, like, you, you start the season at one and three, you have a, a tough loss. I don't know. It, it, it really is. You hit the nail on the head saying it's against the spirit of the rule. I know Holgerson came yeah. out and said, we're not giving up on the year, you know, even with red shirts and all that. I don't know. It, it, it feels like a weird way to take advantage of it. I don't know. Do you know anything about their recruiting class or anybody that they might have unofficially signed? Are, are they supposed to have some good guys coming in for another year from now? Uh, you know, no. Uh, not that I've heard of. Uh, although you would assume that uh, Holgerson will be able to do something like that is Houston. Yeah. Um, and they are kind of an up-and-coming program. They dumped a lot of money into their facilities and whatnot. But, um, no, um, I just think they have a little bit of an easier schedule next year early on. Mm. Um, and maybe King wants a shot at a really get after a Heisman. He gets, and look, if he goes through with what he says he, and he spends a whole year learning the offense, you would expect him to come back in and be quite good next year. So that could be kind of his thought process. That's if he stays true to his word, though, and there's no guarantee. So that's my concern with him. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's not the only wild upset. We no. had... How about the next day, Friday? The next night, Friday night. USC beating Utah. I don't know if it puts... Like, I don't... We, we keep talking about how the Pac-12, are they done? What do you think? I think they're... Because we're going to talk about UC... We might as well just lump in UCLA's upset of Washington State. Um, I think right. after those two games, I think... I know Cal's still undefeated, but Cal's not finishing the season undefeated. I think the, the right. Pac-12 is now done. I think it's officially... Seal them up. We'll see in 2020 Pac-12. Have fun at the Rose Bowl. They are not... Yeah, ha- I mean, they're not sending a team to the college football playoff. Uh, well, I would tell you this. I would say there has to be some sh- ground-shaking upset. Mm-hmm. Like, like right now, season ends today. Your playoff teams are probably Clemson, Alabama. You probably have to say Georgia. And Ohio State. Technically, LSU is fourth, but Ohio State. Yeah. The problem is you have Georgia, you have LSU, you have Auburn, who has a ton of quality wins. You have Oklahoma, even Texas. Yes, they lose at home. 
to LSU. They're still in it. Um, Wisconsin made a statement, as we'll talk about. But, I mean, I'm with you. I think even if Oregon won out, I don't think they're going to be able to do it. I don't, especially because there's, there's – I mean, if Oklahoma, Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson are all undefeated, I think all of them make it. Like, I don't know how you keep those even – even with the one-loss uh, SEC team like Georgia or LSU – I just don't see how you you keep any any of those teams out of it if they're undefeated. No, so, I totally agree with you. If they're all undefeated. They have yeah. to be in. It's not like two right. years ago where Bama misses the SEC championship and is clearly the best team of the three, but they get to go in with the the SEC, with Georgia, the SEC championship winner. Uh, if Ohio State's undefeated, you cannot dispute them being in, especially if Wisconsin continues on the path that they're on. They're undefeated. They'll. They'll start to play some of that more quality Big Ten West opponents. They'll pl- and they have a great win over Michigan, which if Michigan, if that's their only blip, that makes it look a lot better. Uh, it's the same thing with Texas and, and LSU. If, if both of those teams do well and LSU somehow beats Bama or Texas somehow beats Oklahoma or you know however it ends up shaking out, that just looks better for then the chain reaction. We talk about that especially towards the end of the year, but it looks better for Bama. It looks better for Georgia. It looks better for whomever beats who. It looks better for Oklahoma. This whole interweb, which is how I think it should be. I think there should be more quality-type opponents facing each other, almost like how the NFL makes division winners play each other all the next year. I think there should be more of that right. in college. So that this interweb of everybody playing together benefits everybody, ends up, being good for the for the sport for everybody's records and gives a little bit more of the of the dispute to be undisputed if that makes sense right yeah i'm with you i'm with you yeah so and you know the other thing too is i mean utah also and this is nothing against them they're just not sexy no like washington has pedigree oregon would have been a sexy pick Washington State, probably not. But again, Washington State would have been fun, though. Yeah. I think Utah's a great program, and they really don't get enough credit. But they're not. They're not. They're just, it's, I hate it. They're just not. They're not sexy. So no. it is what it is. <laughs> so I had this thought with Utah before they lost, because Lee Corso had them in, in as one of his playoff teams of an argument for expansion to at least six, if not eight teams of, and it's similar to 2007 where Kansas and, and Missouri were really good. We think of that as, as the year Kansas and Missouri were really good. And that's all you think about it. Even though LSU won the national championship that year, if this now cannot be a thing, cause Utah now is a loss, but if Utah went undefeated and it makes the playoffs and then doesn't end up ever doing anything else in the college football playoff, Remains at four teams for the next 10 years or however long. We would have just thought of this as the Utah year. Even if Clemson goes on and has an awesome national championship win to go back-to-back over Alabama, we would have thought of it as the Utah year, which is unfair to Utah because it's almost disrespectful to be like, oh, yeah, that one year they were randomly good. And it sucks to Clemson because then you don't think about it. So, right. I don't know if if that's just – because I'm sure, obviously, you and I pay a lot of attention to college football – and we watch it every week. We talk about it every week on this podcast. But there's a lot of people that, that watch it very casually, and especially in the playoff season when everybody's off, celebrating the holidays and all that good stuff. And that's probably what more the casuals are thinking. So I, I get it. You want to keep the regular season meaning something, but you also 
you can't have it be or like say Virginia somehow ends up upsetting the world and beats Clemson and we think of this oh it's the Virginia year and Virginia gets smoked by Alabama in the first round like right it's just un, it's not fair to any parties involved in it so I don't know that was that was just a random Correct. random train of thought I had but I, I wanted to say it on here I know we talked about it a little bit when we were tailgating at the Eagles game but figured I'd share it with the audience as well <laughs> hey I'm with you I mean it, it is a shame for the pack the pack 12 but they're just not living in the right right now with the strength with Clemson being so alone in the ACC and the strength of the SEC um it makes it really hard I mean it is what it is the tough loss for Utah as well so yeah kind of stinks yeah it does but um were you surprised Vanderbilt scored 38 points on LSU yeah, that's a little bit of a high score score for them. I don't know if LSU was just rolling. Joe Burrow looked really good, and they're you know, they're not. I don't know. I don't know if their defense felt like it needed to really bring the bring the vice down. I don't know, um, but it is a weird number to look at, and that might be something that at you know when it comes down to playoff time, if they are a team that's right in the contention, that people think, oh, what you know, what's this? But I don't know. Maybe it's just something your your offense is rolling, your defense feel feels the need to not need to because you see that a lot in college football. A lot of those games that look a lot closer in the fourth quarter because you know there was garbage time touchdowns and all that sort of stuff. So I I wouldn't be too concerned about that if you're an LSU fan. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. So, um, I guess some of the other big games. I mean, I mean, we know a lot of the big. I mean, I was gonna wait on a couple of the biggest ones until the end. Um. Well, there's no time like the present. Do you want to rip the Band-Aid off now? Yeah, we might as well. Okay. Let's talk about it. And this is this is an example oh, of that, of that it looks like it was only 21 points, but Michigan got absolutely shellacked by Wisconsin and threw on some points at the end. But this was a complete beatdown. So I, I got to be up front. Uh, you, have the, you have a top five recruiting class year in and year out. Mm-hmm. Can't be the players. Although I, I got to be honest, I think Shea Patterson needs to be benched. I'm done. I've have seen enough of his inability, and and I and, and coaching is a factor here too. So whether it's him or the coaches, like there's a problem there. There's a disconnect. You want to make this offense? They're trying to do what Alabama and Clemson did. That we see now LSU has done. Open the offense mm-hmm. up. And guess what? It's not open. Not, nothing's happening. So either there's a issue with the methodology and the, the philosophy at the coaching level. Or Shea Patterson simply can't execute. I struggle to think he can't execute because he did it at Ole Miss against better defenses all the time. Now Wisconsin's a good defense, don't get me wrong. But so if it's if it's if you bench Shea and it's not Shea, then it's the coaching staff. And I think it starts at the top. And I love the man, and I, I'm I I struggle to say this, but it might be time for Michigan to move on from their Golden Boy. You think I, so? I haven't. I, I his record against good teams is a is not Michigan. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's it. You're not. He's not being. He's not. I'm not. I mean, I'm gonna put some. I'm gonna throw some children on the bus. Not quite fact, I really don't care. He's not. Um, he's not Iowa. He's not. He's not supposed to be Northwestern. Um, we're not trying to go. We're not trying to be a three loss team or a two loss team. We're supposed to be a one or no loss team every year. Like we Michigan should be at the same level as Ohio State. Oklahoma, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, LSU, 
Like that's the level of football they should be playing. If they were in the SEC, they wouldn't even be sniffing right now. The fact that they're still ranked to me is shocking because they lost 35. They essentially lost 35. They're the 11th team in the country. They should mm-hmm. never lose 35 to nothing. I don't care about the two late touchdowns. To me, they lost 35 to nothing on all phases of the game. The defense got. Shot. I know they lost a lot of players. I'm that, that's my rant. I'm a little frustrated. It's been a long time since Wolverines have been really good, and not just fake good, because they've had some years where they've been fake good. They've looked good, and they get blown out by Ohio State. They have to beat Ohio State, and that might be well, the three only years way ago was the, was the tough one where you have the the bad call and overtime and all that bullshit. Right, and yeah. I agree. I agree, but again, I'm. I just. Um, no, I, it's tough. I, I agree with you. I ran, the fact I there was ranting, zero, there was zero run game. There was nothing there. Um, it was just bad all over the board. It was not a good look. None of it was. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, we might as well just move on. Talk about some other stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Quick note on Ohio State: they shellacked Miami of Ohio. Miami of Ohio actually was up five nothing at one point. They led the game off with a safety. Uh, so way to bounce <laughs> back, Ohio State. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, do you want to stay in the Big the Ten, the or do you want to do, do you want to do some ACC? No, we can stay in the Big Ten. What else we have? Uh, I thought we had another Big Ten game. No, we don't. Uh, yeah, let's do ACC. Pitt beating UCF. One point Look, upset. I love it. I'm happy for Pitt, and I'm a little tired of UCF to be honest. I, I am as well. It, but... I'm, I'm kind of glad to UCF because now we don't have to. We don't have to hear about this in November. We don't have to hear about this in the yeah. The group of five right. champion and all that crap. Um, right. Let someone else jump up there. I'm a big fan of, of mixing around the teams into the New Year's Six Bowls. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. good, for, good for you there. Uh, Colorado beat Arizona State. That was a game. I know. I'd pick Colorado on the – I'd pick Colorado for the points. I did not go money line, Matt. I went money line on Auburn. I want some money there, but it, uh, I thought Arizona State – People go down to the desert, and you uh, you get tripped up. So I took the points. But Colorado pulls it out. Uh, real knockdown, drag him out, 34-31 win, which you would not associate with either of these two schools, I feel like. I feel yeah. like both these teams are defensive, stalwarts, almost Big Ten-esque. But, um, yeah, that's uh, good for Colorado in that sense. I know they're they're in kind of a weird spot. We talked about the Pac-12 a lot, but I had to, had to give them a shout-out. Um, before we get to... to the big matchup of the weekend, quote unquote, uh, the big two. Uh, your pick from last week. Oklahoma State didn't pull off the upset, but they made it a game against Texas, and I think that's really worth did. noting. It was so close. I'm, I'm a little bummed. Um, they could do it. it. Was on the road. I think it's the other way around. They swing, and I swung big. Camp a tad bit short, but that's all right. Yeah, you know, I mean, that. But that's that shows a lot about Texas, and I think it tells you a lot about where the Big 12 is right now. I know Oklahoma was off, so you don't really see a lot of of where they were coming from and the same, you know at the same time putting a side side by side of a mid-September weekend, but I think it says a lot that that Texas can have those types of scares and I think when we get to the Red River rivalry in a couple weeks, we're going to have a fun game on our hands and I think Oklahoma yeah. might be thinking a big revenge factor. Yeah, yeah. I also before we get to the biggest game, I want to just quickly point out Texas A&M yeah. has gotten a little bit of a short end of the stick to start the year. They really you know, have. Um, they, they fall to Auburn in a close game, 28-20. to 20. 
we talked Auburn. I like Auburn. You like Auburn. They played Clemson and Auburn to start. And by the way, in two weeks, they play Alabama. Um, and then they end the year with Georgia and LSU. It, it, it's probably going to be a five season for Jimbo Fisher. Mm-hmm. I, I would say don't don't worry about it if you're Texas A&M. This is a young program that Jimbo's still getting on to go. And, I mean, they're literally going to to five top ten teams. In fact, they might lose, and, and, and of those five, they might lose to four top five teams. In fact, if Auburn gets there, they might lose five top five teams. So I I know they're a, a proud program and they want to do well, but I try to point out I, I'm not worried about Texas A&M. This is not their year. I think no. next year, the year after, they start to really get it going. I agree um, with you there. So just wanted to throw it out there. No, but, but I like the, that a lot. Big, and this is what I like to see is got, is – Team scheduling, getting hard schedules on there. I know a lot of that's in conference, but still, the fact that you're right. you're honoring that home and home. I know you had to go to Clemson, and you've, you're close a couple times against quality teams, and that's what you should be doing. I get it. You want to have that sexy one zero or one loss record at the end of the season, but scheduling yeah. matters and having that, and, and it just does everybody better when that happens. So. I'm not worried about right, it either. I right. like your I like your call of that in a couple years yeah. they're going to be a serious contender, especially in a good SEC Tell West. Him on, by the way, their ex, he's a really good quarterback. Yes. He's only a junior, so he'll be back. You would think he'll be back next year because this is going to be a pretty good quarterback class. You, you think he might want to try his luck at being the guy right behind Trevor Lawrence next year. That's mm-hmm. what I would do, get your stock up pretty high. Um, so there's a thought for you. But yes. the big game. Is this more about Georgia or more about Notre Dame, the 23-17 Bulldog win? I'm going to say we actually learned – I'm shocked by this because you we talked about it. I thought Georgia was going to smoke them. I thought so too. I really, I really did. Um, I think we learned – I have a concern with Georgia. I think we learn a little bit more about Georgia because, quite frankly, I just simply think that Georgia is far superior to Notre Dame in pretty much every facet of the game. Um, what concerns me about Georgia is I think this coaching staff limits this offense to an extent. Okay. Jake Fromm was 20 and 26 for only 187 yards. DeAndre Swift, and, and, and Notre Dame has great. It's like I'm not even very, very good reason to rank high, but that's what I took out of it. I, I felt like. Georgia doesn't let this offense kind of explode. They're so, like, conservative to, like, the point of they pain were. sometimes to watch. It was a very conservatively called game, and it was it was kind of crazy. It's, it's 10-7 Notre Dame at halftime, and you're wondering, what the hell is going on with this game? Right. It, it seemed like Notre Dame really had it in control, and I know it was 7-7. They kicked the field goal. Notre Dame does at the end of the half. But it just really felt like it felt like something was brewing in Athens that Notre Dame was actually going to pull this thing out. I know. And I UGA, know. UGA has the the strong start to the fourth quarter. Obviously, a really good third quarter. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like we saw something about Georgia. I like that that thought you have that they're too conservative in their play calling. So we'll have to see how that evolves, especially in their SEC play. Uh, I think we showed that that Notre Dame still has teeth. I think good on them that they had that one loss. Or that now they have the one loss, but uh, that they 
you know, they, they showed that they weren't going to roll over and die. This is the, the game that everybody wanted. They wanted it almost as a play-in game because it was, you know, Georgia should have been in and not Notre Dame last year and all that. It, right. And I think it was a real pride, a, a effort of pride that, that Notre Dame showed out there. Um, Ian Book looked a lot better than I thought he was going to. I thought he was going to get eaten alive by the Georgia defense. Uh, so all credit to Notre Dame that they hung in there. Um, and I'm excited to see what Georgia does coming out of this game. Because I think they won it, but I think think they still learned a lot in a non-covering-the-spread win. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I understand. Um, I just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. All right, that, that moves us over to a pretty well, – I just want to – you want to touch just real quick on next week? It's pretty – Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, look look, at, look yeah. at week five. It's um, – you know, Friday we got a good game. We got Penn State, Maryland. I know you're going to talk about that a little bit in the picks. But that's that's yep. one, of the, one of the top games out there. Um, miss uh, The Ohio State-Nebraska game could be pretty good. Ohio State's a 17-point favorite there. But not a ton else on this – on this slate that I think is great. USC Washington should be fun, but I don't know that something about that, a three thirty game. I don't know. Something about that seems weird. I want to like Virginia, Notre Dame, but it, being at Notre Dame stadium just, just makes me a little deflated on it. I don't know if I'm wrong to think that I think Virginia's had a great start to the year, but I don't know I, if it was at Virginia, I'd be a lot more excited about that game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there too. Um, Watch out for Washington State at Utah. Can Utah bounce back? Um, That's a good point. 10 o'clock game, too. It's a big Pac-12 weekend, right? I mean, you got Arizona State going to Cal. Could be the fall of Cal there. Um, USC at Washington is a pretty interesting game. Mm-hmm. It's a heavy, heavy Pac-12 weekend in terms of like good matchups. Everything else to me is just kind of bleh. Yeah. So, a lot Anything of in Oklahoma State, Kansas State? I mean, is that just kind fun, of a... That could be a fun game. Yeah, that, that could be fun, yeah. but it's not really an, impactful, I feel like. No. Clemson, if you want to see some fireworks... Clemson, North Carolina. 70, the, the, the over-under Texas Tech at Oklahoma, it's a 71-point over-under. Oklahoma's favored by a ton, 27. But um, it'd be an interesting game if you want to see some fireworks, right? Maybe Ugh. tune in. Yeah, that's going to be... Uh, I feel like that's a sucker bet, betting that over, but... Oh, man, that'd be fun. Be fun to just be I mean, sit, it's sitting show in a us golf a lot about cart. Well, it's, it's going to show us a lot about Oklahoma. Oklahoma hasn't played anybody. Yes. Right? They played Houston, who obviously is three. They played South. Uh, what, I mean, is that South? Wait, what is that school? They played UCLA, which obviously Brown. They also played South Dakota. So this is their first, like, decent game because they get ready for that, that rivalry, uh, as you mentioned, against Texas on the 12th of October in a couple weeks. Um, this is their first, like, true opponent they're going to face. And it's just see how Jalen Hurts does against a really a more talented team i like that that's a good call should we get to our picks yeah let's do it let's yeah let's bring on the guest all right so we brought on our buddy ryan white this was a ton of fun he's obviously been on before when we uh back when we did game of thrones pods if you remember that time but here he is here's our buddy ryan white all right we now welcome on our good friend he has been on the podcast before and he's making his triumphant return it is ryan white ryan Thanks for coming on. How are you, my friend? Doing good, doing good. Thanks for having me on, Jordy. Thanks for letting me uh, join up with you guys. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Happy to have you on as our guest picker. Uh, we have been a little all over the map with guest pickers, Ryan. First week, Emily went 4-2. and two. 
Greg showed up in week two with an 0-6. And, and then Joe Mart, who was supposed to be our Lord and Savior, went 2-4. and four. So Ryan, probably, you know, nowhere, nowhere to go but up, I think. <laughs> I, I would say what was even worse about Joe Mart is that he picked against his own team, Joe. Yeah, he, he, went against, against he went against the Daniel Jones, week. yeah. Uh, if, if I had to guess, as, as we get into this, I don't think our friend Ryan's uh, is going to pick it against his two teams if I was a betting man, but we'll see what happens. I don't know. The rever- yeah. Greg did it, too, with the Patriots against the Dolphins. The reverse psychology has worked. It's it's 2-0 and versus you picking the Eagles twice and them failing to uh, win you. So who knows? It's there might be something to it. What it is is sacrificing the uh, self-team jinx for you know your pick rating. Yeah. I mean, they're clearly team players. You're bet. You're betting a unit. You're, you're I, uh, paying a unit yeah. for a win. I mean, it works. What do you get? Sure. What do you get if you get all six right here? Uh, I don't know. We should come up with that, Matt. Matt, uh, I don't know. You're the uh, you're the merch expert. We'll we'll let we'll let Matt figure out. He'll send you a t-shirt. I can think what about t-shirt? it. I'll think Just about it. Out of his closet. Yeah, probably. Yeah, right off yeah, his yeah, back. Yeah. You get the shirt off yeah. his back. All right. All right. Let's jump into this, though. What order do we want to go in for our pick? Ryan, we usually try to go with snake draft style. Uh, yeah, what are you guys? Whatever you guys like to do. Matt, what do you think? So, okay, so okay, so he wants he wants us to go first, I think. Or does okay. he want to go? Oh, no, I think we should make him go first. All right, Ryan. We'll go Ryan, me, you, Matt. like that. All right, Ryan. Okay. Start off, what is your first NFL pick for this week? Yeah, I'm going to take the Philly Green Bay matchup. Okay. Yeah. Such a scumbag. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> what are you, ta- are you well, taking? I, I just, I, you, are you taking Eagles or Packers there? <laughs> we shouldn't um, have been invited. What's, what's the spread on this game? It's Packers Either minus way, four is what the spread is. Packers by four. I'll go Eagles. And That way they lose. Oh, oh, oh Eagles, right. Eagles plus was, four, all right. Wrong. I like it. Yeah, the Eagles are going to be Green Bay. I apologize for giving you a hard time there. <laughs> you don't understand. This is reverse psychology. It works. The pick isn't going to be right. You mentioned it. You mentioned I it. God, that's even – see, now that we even brought this up, it's even worse. I hate it. I hate it. Oh, my God. All right, I'm going to go – get nice things, Jordy. <laughs> All right, I'm going next. I, I'm going Houston at home against Carolina. They're a four-point favorite. Uh, I just think the Texans, you know, they're looking good. They're starting to ramp things up, looking a little better. Uh, so I, I like this pick a lot. I'm going to believe you don't believe in Kyle Allen. <laughs> yeah. Not, uh, not totally buying into that. there. Okay. okay. All right. I think the Houston defense keys well, into you know, McCaffrey and, and they, uh, they figure it out. Well, I think for my first pick after your two trash picks, um, I'm kind of going back and forth on this one, but I actually like, I am on the Gardner Minshew train. I like the Jaguars to upset the Broncos on the road. Three-point favorites the Broncos are right now. I'm taking the Jags in this one to pull off the upset. Um, Just, uh, I got a feeling. I like the way that defense is heading with or without Jalen Ramsey, and uh, I don't like this Broncos team. They don't have a sack yet. Think about that. That's pretty crazy to think. Not Nick Chubb. They have no sack? Nope, no Chubb. Von Miller, Bradley, no sacks. So something's not right there in uh, in Denver, and I saw that coming anyway with Joe Flacco. So I'm uh, yeah, I'm pretty uh, it's pretty interesting to me. So Ugh, yeah. over under thirty nine for the total points too. That's uh, 
Ugh. I think it could be under pretty quick. Yeah, it really they, could be. This could be like a 10 7 game. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Now I get to go again, which is always fun. Yes. Um, the one game that's weird to me, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the chiefs on the road to cover. They're only six and a half point favorites against the lions. And I got to tell you something, Ron, you got a good, good year to be a chiefs fan, my friend, because Patty Mahomes is, uh, Patrick's as good as it gets right now in football. Um, and that line secondary is vulnerable. And I think he's going to absolutely expose it, especially because they're playing it up at a, they're playing up at a dud, uh, the dome up at four fields. So, uh, I expect big things um, from Mahomes. So I, I like them to cover in that game. So those are my first two. Um, plus, after what the Lions did to us, I'm pretty mad at them. So you know, that's where I'm <laughs> uh, Both a heart and brain pick there. I like it. <laughs> um, all right, I'm back up. I'm going to go. I'm going Seattle minus five on the road at Arizona. Uh, I just I think Seattle's starting to hit, hit its stride. I think that they're going to pick apart this Arizona defense. I know Kyler Murray and that offense has looked pretty sharp. They've gotten close in a couple games, but Seattle's really on a roll, and I, I don't think they're going to let Arizona even get close in this one. Not on the Kyler Murray train, but that's okay. I get it. I get it. Um, no, I like him a lot. I like, Actually, the over-under is 48. I like that to hit the over. Okay. I just think the one thing with the, yeah. with the with the Cardinals, they got back in that in that Lions game because Detroit couldn't really finish it out, and Detroit almost did against the Eagles. They got close to coming back against the Ravens. I just think Seattle's they're on a roll. They looked really good last week. I'm just riding that hot hand of Russell Wilson. Yep, with you. Yeah. All right, Ryan, we're going to you for two. All right, let me take the uh, next easy pick here. We're going to take uh, New England over Buffalo. I don't care what the spread is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's it's going to be New England stomping Buffalo. I, who does Buffalo have? All the, have? All the internet Years videos. ago, they used to have LaShawn McCoy, and I don't think they've gotten anybody good since then. Well, yeah, I mean, McCoy, McCoy's gone, too. I mean, I, I don't know. Fact I, check I don't know. me on that. I know I, McCoy's, McCoy's long gone. But, yeah, he's on the Chiefs. Know, did they replace him with anybody good? Devin Singletary is all right. Kevin Singletary, he's he's good, but he's hurt. He was digged up. Yeah, he's up. hurt. Yeah, he's banged um, up. They got, they got the ageless wonder, Frank Gore, up there. Um, oh, Frank Gore! I picked him in fantasy. And these are the only people that I know about football. The ones that are on my fantasy <laughs> team. And look, he's not doing that great. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, have you seen all the uh, all the internet videos? So out yeah, there because Frank Gore's not doing well. Sorry, say that again, bud. All the Bills Mafia videos that are just going ape shit of people breaking fucking. Uh, tables and all that stuff people going absolutely nuts yeah. look buffalo they're gonna win in the pregame and they're gonna lose in the actual game <laughs> i love it i love it i i really can't i gotta be honest i really can't disagree with ryan on this one i think buffalo hasn't played anybody yeah um i like it i'm not not i'm not gonna take them but i just i want to let you know i approve of this pick very much so no i like it a lot i like it a lot what's your next one for me yep yep snaking around um ooh, who are we looking at next we've got a couple options here um hold on let me check out this i'm still i'm pulling i got like spreads i'm pulling up right now it's all good really cleveland's picked at six and a half over baltimore no other way around no, they're, they're, yeah, they're the dog they're the they're the road dog oh okay that makes way that makes way more sense yeah uh yeah, I'm. I'm not touching that one. I'm not touching that. Yeah, that's. Yeah, stay away from that. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, here we got uh, Oakland at Indianapolis. What, what's, the, what's the odds on this one? Pulling this one up. Six and, and a half. Six and, and a half. Just, six and a half in favor of Indy? Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. Um, boy, Oakland's kind of had a uh, comedic year, but look, they're going to get some wins. I feel like they've got a few good players. And just purely on the fact that I want to be a contrarian, I'm going to say that Oakland's going to take that one. You're going to take Oakland? At least beat the spread. They might, they might, not, they might, they might not beat the Colts, but it'll be within a field goal. Okay. I like that a lot. Yeah, I like I like the idea with your, your Oakland moxie there a little bit, you know? I'm actually on oh, the opposite yeah. train. I think uh, the Raiders Ooh. really look bad <laughs> on the road. And I'm taking Indy. That was my next pick. Indy minus six and a half. I know that's a lot of points. I got burned on it last week on a couple different picks of not being able to fully cover the spread. But I don't know. They, they looked lifeless in Minnesota last week. The Raiders did. So I'm going <laughs> to... Kind of similar to Seahawks. That's, I'm gonna that's ride. Oakland team playing in Minnesota, man. That's a completely different climate. I guess so. I mean, I don't know. Indy, Indy's, uh, they're showing that they, they got some fight in them. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with it there. I like their defense to step up big on, a, on an nice. Oakland offense that's really uh, floundering. I mean, I, I, I get where you're both coming from. I think both teams, they, they both got sparks. Um, Oakland was so good, Ryan, week one against the Broncos. Mm-hmm. It's such an emotional game. That's in the black but, hole. Um, Wasn't on the road. Yeah. And, and, but, yeah. but also, I, I do think Minnesota, I don't I don't dislike Indy, but I think Minnesota's in a different class than Indy. Sure. Um, but, but we'll see. I, I'm with you there, Jordan. Indy's been fighting hard. you got to give them credit. You know, when they lose luck like that, they got a good team. But yeah. uh, I like the cover. I like Ryan's pick of covering that six-and-a-half point spread. Um, I think they keep it close, even on the road. All right. Um, All right. We'll yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. Okay. All right. But that's not my pick, obviously. Yeah, back to you for two. I'm going to tell you something. I'm not on this hype train that is Daniel Jones, okay? I'm not not saying he didn't have a good week week last week, but the only reason they won is because the Tampa Bay kicker missed a 34-yard field goal that his head coach purposely had them take a delay a game to make it five yards farther, and they probably would have made it if it was closer. They're a a two-and-a-half-point favorite against the Redskins. Tampa Bay's defense is not. The Redskins defense. Redskins have some players defensively. Also, I know they got shellacked on Monday night, but that Bears defense is really, really good. Terry McLaurin looks like a good wide receiver. It, it, I'm scared to have to play him twice a year. Um, we already got by him once. The Eagles did. And without Saquon Barkley, I don't know what the Giants are going to do. I like the Redskins to upset the Giants. I know it's in the Meadowlands, but and I know Daniel Jones had a good week last week, but I, I like the Redskins in this one. I actually like that pick a lot. That's a, that's a really good one. I was eyeing that game. I agree with you. I think uh, Washington breaks through on this one because it's they're yeah. they're bound for it, especially after laying a dud against the Redskins or against the and Bears. For my yeah, for my fourth pick, uh, right? I came close to touching that Cleveland Ravens game, but I'm going to bail on that one. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take the Rams at home. They're nine and a half point favorites over Tampa Bay. Jordy, we talked a lot about how Jameis Winston can just bring up a shopping cart of, of turnovers. If there's a defense that's going to figure it out, it's going to be Aaron Donald and then that back that back crew uh, on defense with Tlaib and Peters just making Winston's life very difficult. And I think they want to get that offense going. They want Todd Gurley to play a little smash mouth. Um, and they want to show people that they're, they're more awake than they – even though they're 3-0, they want to show some people that are a little more awake. Mm-hmm. I like the Rams to slaughter the Buccaneers in this game um, and just 
just take take him to the woodshed. I, I like, like that. the cover over nine and a half. I like that. I like that. I have uh, gone back and forth on a couple picks here. Um, hmm. I'm going to go with the Cowboys minus two at the Superdome. I know it's at the Superdome. It's Sunday Night Football. Um, I don't know. Something tells me that, that New Orleans really played their hand last week against uh, against Seattle um, in, in pulling out that, that emotional win. And I just I think that if, that if that game's in Dallas, I feel like that's a full touchdown spread. So I'm gonna go with the Cowboys here. Oh, oh, oh. I know I hate it, but I, it just feels like it's it feels like it's too close of a spread, and I like the Cowboys a little bit better than a Drew Breesless uh, Saints team. Even Ryan picks against the Cowboys. Okay, he's a Chiefs and Pats fan. I mean, come hey, on. we we yeah. we led off the segment talking about reverse psychology. Hopefully, yeah. I'm right here. Or hopefully yeah, that I works. Like that. Hopefully, I mean, the writer, the reverse you're goddamn right, man. You're, you're using <laughs> Ryan's logic against him. I like that a lot. Yeah. See, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Curses. <laughs> but Ryan, we're back to you for two. Two, uh, your last two NFL picks. All right, let's go with. Uh, hold on, just have my eyes on this here. Where was it? The. Uh, goodness. All right, you know what? I'm touching the uh, Cleveland Baltimore game. Okay. Uh, yeah, strictly force of uh, force of character here. Lamar Jackson, see, Baker Mayfield needs to shut up. Talks a lot. He's got good things to say. It makes for uh, you know entertaining articles when I read on the train to work, but um, <laughs> doesn't win football games. I so, agree. Smart kid here. Lamar Jackson wins football games, so I'm going Baltimore over Cleveland. What's the spread on that game? That's seven Six points. And a half. Oh, you have six and a half. Yeah. It's no it's six and a half is what I'm seeing. I'll say they win by touchdowns. They beat right. that Six and a half. Okay. Lock it in. Yeah. They beat All right, your spread. final NFL yeah. pick. They get seven. Uh can I, I like pick games you guys have already already are already thrown out? What'd you say? Can I pick games you guys have already uh thrown oh, yeah, out? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a draft where once a game's picked, it's already gone. Okay, uh, you know that actually doesn't help me because none of these games I want to touch. <laughs> I like I like I like young quarterback Daniel James. I think you're wrong about that, uh, Matt. All right, okay. Yeah, he's gonna keep. Okay. I think he's gonna keep running with it. Redskins are a good team, but God, without Saquon Barkley, they're gonna have to lean on him. I think I think I think he'll keep it up for another like, one or two weeks. Okay. Turns into Fitzpatrick and throws thirty interceptions in one quarter. Thirty. Is. Is this a hate on Fitzpatrick out of nowhere? I love it. Fitz magic, man. I draft him every year. Every. The Fitz magic. You gotta fucking love it. He's a good guy. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, t- I'll take I'll take the Giants over the Redskins. This is they in, look. The Giants' formula is every single year they've got they're just good enough to not want to tank and get a good draft pick. And if they go one and three, I don't think they look good enough to say, let's not tank this year. So they need to go <laughs> two and two to fill out the Giants formula. So that's how it works. <laughs> I love it. I did. Oh, God. All right. Uh, back to me. Matt, I, I, I'm using the same logic you did with Kansas City. I think that they demolished Detroit. Detroit snuck their way through a couple games. Probably should be 3-0, and not 2-0-1. Uh, but... I don't know. Kansas City's just on another level right now, and, and I like them to explode over the Detroit Lions. 
Uh, I like the way you said that. Both of you guys talk about my team. Mm. They look good right now, don't they? Mm. See what you're doing to him here. You see what you're doing. You're they look real good. Ego. It's choking his ego. Choking something. <laughs> oh god! Oh Jesus! Good. All right, Matt. To you for your last NFL game, and then your first, and then your uh, one and only college. Okay. All right. Whew. I th- to me this might be. I mean, there's a lot of good matchups. Obviously, I like tomorrow night's matchup. Um, the one matchup though that I think has some serious playoff potential. It's like a could be a playoff matchup. It's one of the games we haven't talked about, and that's the Vikings at the Bears. Yeah. Um, the Bears are two and a half. The two point favorites. That's what I have them down at. Yep, I have that Obviously, too. Obviously, they come in with one of the best defenses in the league, but the Vikings appear to be right behind them. And I, I actually think, and I know, I know that Kirk Cousins isn't great against good teams. He's even worse in prime time, and this isn't a prime time game. It's not. It's not an eight o'clock. It's not a Sunday night or Monday night game. I think the Vikings can get this done against the Bears. Okay. I think that Trubisky is not that good. I really don't. And I I like the Vikings in an upset here. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's part of why I, why I, uh, I did not want to touch this game. I think Vikings look great. The Bears' defense look great. Not totally sold on uh, the passing game. I know it looked good, but the Redskins' defense has uh, not been great against the pass this year. So. Good for you of, of yeah. having the stones to take it, but I was uh, that's a stay away for me. Okay, all right. So we've got that's our five, right? Yep. Five NFLs. All right. Now our college picks. Yeah. Well, well, before I get to our college picks, I do want to note, by the way, you know that uh, me and Ryan in our fantasy league, we're doing okay. Ryan's two and one. I'm one and two. Um, hey, hold on. Don't put uh, us together here. I got a winning record, and you got a losing record. You you've actually scored. And I'm gonna. You, you scored the second fewest points in the league. Second fewest points in the league. Yep. So the fact that you're two and one means that I don't know. I don't even know how you're two. And you don't one. have to All win right. pretty, man. You just got to win. Oh my god! Now, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> so as we're talking about it, um, our, our our my other co-host here, Ryan, he's uh, not doing uh, as well as we are. Okay. Yeah, he's I at least three. I'm in what? How? I'm what? I I have more points than Ryan though, right? He beat me with a week that fucking oh, Alshon yeah. Yeah, puts up a well, dud. And I, the first week, I put up the fourth highest points in the league, and I faced and, Aaron, and, who scored a billion points. I should have at least a win. Defense, in, in your defense, hard to you beat also, somebody who scores a billion points. In your defense, you also have the most points against this. Barely, yes. yeah. You're barely more than me, but you are six points more against than me. So, but Season's I, you know, I don't want to throw it out. Seasons young. I had to say it. I know I was, but you know, now we got, we had Ryan. We're talking Ryan. I can't, I can't not say. Yeah. You know, hey, buddy, I feel bad for you because uh, I've got him in a cut. Well, let me see. Wait, wait. Where's your team? I've got him. Up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel bad. For, wait, that's my. Is that what? I faced yeah, Ryan see, the last have... week of the regular no. season. Could have some serious playoff yeah. implications. Well, I got to tell you, Ryan, you have Sony Michelle at running back. I have him in another league. He's been incredibly frustrated. Yeah, he's been. Yeah, you he's have been tough. Adams, very frustrating. Also, Adams, very frustrating. Who I drafted in a couple big money leagues, and quite frankly, it's like it's hard because you know how good he could be. Mm-hmm. So stick with stick with it. Uh, you can't you can't star. not play him. You can't not play him. No. Yeah. Well, look, I hate to say it, but he's going up against the Eagles secondary tomorrow night. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be a tough one. That's going to be a tough one. Uh, you, on the other hand, Jordy, you've got all kinds of problems. So I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're getting screwed by a couple injuries and other things. 
but enough of the fantasy. All right, I've, we've trashed Jordy enough, and, and Ryan, I'm sure we'll have you on again this year, and we'll still be trashing. We'll Jordy, trash him he'll again. Still be, he'll still be winless, <laughs> and I'll be back where I belong at the top of the league. But um, oh god, um, this is not the same, you know, slate as as last week. I I actually though I, I like a. I've been struggling with this one because I'm going to get a lot of hate from some of my family members here. But I got number 12 Penn State visiting Maryland. Ooh. Maryland comes off the really heart-wrenching loss to Temple after they finally dive back into the rankings. I like their quarterback, Josh Jackson. Mm-hmm. I like Maryland. I like the turtle, baby. If you're the turtle, they're six-and-a-half-point dogs. I'm going to take them outright. Wow. I'm going to take them to upset Penn State in this game. MD um, money line. Yeah, I, I, I like Maryland all the way. Um, I think you're going to see, other than Ohio State, a number of teams in the Big Ten falter anyway. We see saw my beloved Wolverines do the same thing. But mm-hmm. I, I think this is a good Maryland football team, and, and I haven't seen enough from Penn State this year to be confident they're going to be able to play a quality opponent and win. Okay. So, I'm taking the Terrapins in this one. All right. Yeah, I mean, I got burned betting Penn State over Pitt a couple weeks ago, uh, which was uh, – it was tough, yeah. Uh, no, that's a good game. It, it should be fun to watch. Friday night football always get a little bit weird with that in college, especially Big Ten football. I feel like you uh, can get some weird some weird action going on. Sixty one point over under. Uh, stay away from that. Would be my my, my thought on there. Um, but yeah, that should uh, that should be an exciting game. And Matt, if if Maryland does up, pull out the upset, what are we looking at for Jack on Saturday? Well, I mean, depending on when, I mean, when, whenever he figures it out, it, it, it's going to just tank his golf game. So I've decided he can be on your team for the Thunder Cup. Ooh. I'll take Ryan back on my – unless uh, Ryan was already on my team, I'll take him back. Ditching his brother. Um, yeah, wow. Man. Well, I know how depressing. And then I'm still, he's supposed to play golf again on Sunday, and I, I doubt that'll go well either. It is, it is a, oh, you know what? It's even worse, dude. It's an, oh, it's a Friday night special at 8 p.m. Friday. So, oh, yeah. and we've talked about Friday nights are when wacky things happen, okay? Yes. So, i got to be honest with you. I, this has got upset written all over it for me. So, we're going to know his mood as soon as he wakes up Saturday morning and we're on our way to play some serious golf. So, so well, hold on. Matt, you're, you're somehow connecting the Maryland-Penn State football game to your brother's performance in golf? Yeah, Jack's brother went to Penn State. Jack's a Penn, Jack's a Penn State alum, and he gets devastated. Uh, okay, yeah, all right. Now I'm filled in. See, yeah, that now it clicks. Uh-huh. Oh yes, yes. The universal lines, I see. Yeah, yeah. So, and unfortunately, we try our best, but even the strongest of us uh, struggle when our teams lose, and 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 we're trying to golf because you need your, we need our full, maybe not you, but Ryan, but everyone else needs their full mental focus. While golfing, I I play better the dumber I am. So oh, well, I don't know what that's. That, what that, I can attest to that. Yeah. What do you got? Where's your college? Yeah. So I, I've looked through this a couple times. I'm gonna shy away from the Big Ten because I've gotten hurt betting Big Ten teams the last couple weeks. Although I do like Michigan State at Indiana. Um, looked at Notre Dame, Virginia. That game's at Notre Dame. I would have liked that to be in Charlottesville. I think that'd be a more exciting game. So I'm going to go with number seven Auburn hosting Mississippi State. Mississippi State's had a good start to the year. But I like the Tigers here. I like them to have a 
awesome offensive performance. We've seen what they can do, both on the road and at home. I like them here. Ten and a half points. I have them covering that spread against the Bulldogs in Mississippi State. Saturday Night Football, lock it in. I'm surprised you didn't take the Blue Hens over, uh, over Pittsburgh. Yeah, that uh could be. I mean, come on, De- little Delaware over Pitt action. I'm kidding. You want to touch that game? That's a football, but hey, I almost went Lehigh Merrimack, but I couldn't find a line for it. <laughs> Lehigh looking for their first win, baby. <laughs> oh god, uh, we're like a month and a half away from the big game, boys. Just remember, oh, man. Yeah, number one fifty-five, baby. Lehigh love. I'm excited. I'm excited. Right. Ryan, close well, Ryan, this up. Think... What do you got yeah, for college? You got G. Yeah, so I'm going to go right back to Big Ten. It's the only conference I know about. Um, my grandfather's going to hate me for this pick, but the uh, spread in the uh, Ohio State-Nebraska game is 15.5 points. I think Nebraska Nebraska's better than that, and Ohio State's not that good. 15.5 okay. points was what Ohio State was. They were, they were up just five more points on that against Florida Atlantic University in week one. Who the hell is Florida Atlantic University? Lane Kiffin. Nobody. I don't, I don't know. Where Devin came from. <laughs> and, uh, look, Nebraska's a good team. Last year, they were within five points. Obviously, it might have gotten a little better, but the mess, I don't know. They, they know how to play. Um, I don't know if Nebraska wins, but they definitely beat the spread. I'll say that. they probably get within I like ten it. points again. I like yeah. that a lot, Ryan. That's a good That's a good one to look at. I, I almost picked that game as well, uh, especially because Nebraska was – so hyped going in. They their only loss was on the road at Colorado, another solid team from the Pac-12. I think it could be close, although Ohio State looked pretty good last week. Granted, they played Miami, but you know we'll see how it They goes. played Miami-Ohio. Look, yeah. yeah. I mean, Miami-Ohio doesn't even know where they are, let alone what stadium they're playing in. So, of course, <laughs> they beat them. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. I mean, um, I mean... <laughs> All right. Well, Ryan, anything else before we uh, we wrap this up? No, guys. Um, yeah, look forward to getting that shirt, Matt. Stop. I'll go six and zero here. I'll fight. You know what? As long as, the, as, long as the Eagles can hold out this win and prove me wrong. Well, prove me right, but you know, prove my so wait, wait, wait. So, assumption if, so wrong. So the deal is, if 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 the youth goes if the youth goes undefeated and is six picks, okay, then I have to give him a shirt for the deal. Yeah. All right, we'll make it happen. We'll get a photo and everything. You All right. Perfect. Your six picks. There it is. Let's see All it right. happen. I'm oh, in. yeah. I'm in. I'd be proud. Six and oh. Has that, has that been done before here? No, Not on our show. Never had a bet. Have you guys gone six and oh yet? No, the closest. We've both gone four and two. Nobody's gone five and one. Ooh, that's good. Nobody's even gone five and one. Yeah, All right. It's tough. Wow. Emily's the, lead, the leader in the clubhouse of the guest picks going four and two in week one. <laughs> So you got a lot to live. Nice, on. good for her. Yeah, yeah. I definitely don't know as much about sports as Emily. That girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Ryan, thank you for coming on, man. We really appreciate it, and we will talk to you soon, buddy. See you yeah, Saturday, thanks for having friend. me on, guys. All right. Cheers. I'll see you Saturday. Let's Switch go. those teams around, Jordy. Put me on. Special thanks once again to Ryan White for coming on. That was a ton of fun. We'll see how his picks stack up, Matt. Uh, I'm excited to see if you actually have to peel the shirt off your back if he goes 6-0. Wow. 
Wow, we'll see. He'll be yeah, he'll be lucky <laughs> if he gets a decent shirt from me, that's for sure. Oh, that'd be hilarious. But let's go uh we talked the NFL, but let's talk some other stories out there. We gotta start with the Eagles though. We mentioned a little bit when Ryan picked the Eagles in the plus four, but uh last week was tough against the Lions, Matt. What you were there. What did you see yeah. out of this game? Well, I mean, it's just sloppy by our birds. There's just no I, I think someone said that, that I heard I heard somebody mention that, you know, they, they play differently for Carson than they do for Nick Foles. They said they don't it's like they don't and I go, Yeah, you're right. With Nick, they they knew and I and I love Nick, so before I but with Nick, they, they knew they had to be on their best wit. I feel like a lot of times, especially this offense thinks that Carson's just gonna do it for them. He's so good and so talented that that they don't even need to be on their A game. Arsenal carry them. And he does, but the problem is you can't drop balls. You can't like this game. We got killed by turnovers and drops. Um, that's all. That's all focus. These people need to lock it. You know, you got to lock it in. Not just blaming like Aguilar. A ton of people at fault on the offensive side of the ball. They just need to be smarter. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can easily make the argument that two drops cost us from being three and zero. Yep. Like it's not even. And the receivers out there, like JJ. I think a white side and Mac Collins and Nelson, they're open. They're in the right place. The balls are in the right place. They're just not catching it. So it's not even that we're missing. And I know, yes, I mean, you think Alshon makes that catch, you know, just showing what he brought up. It's not even that we're missing receivers that our receivers that we have just can't do the one thing they're supposed to do, and that's catch the ball. I mean, they just go. But, um, yeah. And I also have to mention that kickoff return for a touchdown was devastating. It, it, it shaped the whole game. Yeah, it did. Um, I, I agree. Just, that was um, deflated the team. And all credit to the Lions. You saw their the Eagles Gunners. They ran in. They did their jobs. They stayed in their lanes. Uh, the Lions just they had those blocks down. Um, mm-hmm. And frankly, that's really that's awesome to see as someone that's done both kickoff and kickoff return. Um, you know. It's a lot harder to be on kick return because it's guys running at you. It's the reason why the NFL doesn't want to employ the letting letting the player run before the play like the CFL and the arena leagues do. Because um, you're you're literally launching your body at, at these guys and these and you're turning around and all that stuff. So all credit to them. The the run defense at times to me was a little tough. Obviously the drop passes are the ultimate Jesus moment uh, when you when you look back on that because right some of them are really tough and especially when you look at the replays some of them did look at least on TV as if they were tipped and then you look at it and the defender missed it and it's just simply a drop pass by Nelson or JJ or whomever um, but the the defense I want to touch on that a little bit because the run defense carry on Johnson had himself a decent day I don't know what exactly it is. I don't know if it is the injury bug and that just that deflates it a little bit. Um, I didn't hate the play calling on either side of the ball from both right. offensively or Jim, what Jim Schwartz was calling. So I don't, I don't think there's any any blame there. And obviously the, the defense had a decent day. But I don't know. At the times they needed to step up, there was some toughness. There's obviously the, kick, the, the blocked kick. But I think you know, at the end of the day... You just, yeah, I mean, the, the drop passes. It's it's hard not to just jump on that because the Eagles had so many opportunities. Right, Their ha- defense kept them in it. Um, the run defense is the only thing I could yeah. probably complain about. But, yeah, those drop passes, you can't get away from yeah. them. And you can't have that week right. after week. 
I want to think that that's the worst it's going to possibly be. Um, although through this season of Phillies baseball, whenever I thought it was the worst, it got worse. So, ah, uh, I don't know. You're not wrong. You're not wrong there. Yeah. yeah. But um, it's just hard. It's just hard. But you know what? It's a big game tomorrow, and uh, I'm not. We're not. We certainly have the opportunity. I, I really think that we can win this game. I so. think so too. I think they really need to get the Eagles' own running game much more involved. Uh, we didn't talk about Miles Sanders having the two drop balls um, himself. Obviously, the one that he lost. But um, yeah, I think if they get him mixed up a little bit, they continue to get Jordan Howard really into the game. I think that there's there's something to be said about about really establishing that run. I know the Packers defense has looked really good, so I think you need to have a nice mix of play calling in both on the ground as well as letting Carson do his thing and getting the ball to these guys. I want to think Alshon has a good first game back, but it's a Thursday night game, so who who the hell knows what to think with that. So, I don't know. I'm excited. I feel like it's going to be a low-scoring game, but it, it should be an exciting game that we'll get uh, on uh, on the NFL Network. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? I'll be honest. I guess I'm not that concerned because, honestly, even at 1-3, it's a long season, mm-hmm. and we're going to start to, to – you know, we're going to get healthier – we're gonna play some teams we can beat. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't think so, it's any time to panic about stuff, where the season's going, yeah, especially after not, last even year. Even with a loss, yeah, even with a loss to me, the sky is not falling. Uh, that's that would be what else I would make sure I, I stress. Yes, in this case, I agree with that. I agree. But let's talk. I'll, I'll rest still be the sad. But yeah, big news today. Um, Melvin Gordon will report Thursday tomorrow. Yes. So that's Huge. a uh, that's a big deal, I think, as you can imagine. We yeah, will, you got to uh, be excited if you're a Chargers fan. You really do. And Eckler's been good, but now you get that you get a two-headed monster back. And um, you know, I, I guess I can respect what he's doing. I think it's a good idea. Um, it's not easy to do, but mm-hmm. it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's a big boost for a Chargers team that's kind of started off the year stumbling. So hopefully, they can continue that movement. I don't know. I mean, it's it, you know, obviously, it's it's great that you're playing Miami in Week Four, so you're getting a good opportunity there. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like they just your stumbling's probably the right word. They just had kind of a weird. It's a weird start to their year, but again, like you're you're one and two. It's not the end of the world, and I think you got some. Your offense looked great. I mean, there's nothing to be worried about with this. You had to play. You, you had, I mean, you played Houston at home. I think you're going to be fine. Your next four games against Miami, Denver, Pittsburgh, and Tennessee. The only game right. that's of concern is the, is the game in Nashville. I don't know. I feel like we're going to be looking looking in two months, and the Chargers are right back in there, and they're solidly in that five seed spot with how the Chiefs are playing. Yep. Yeah. We and I talked about how they they might be able to compete with the with the Chiefs. Um, a couple of their losses might hurt them a little bit, but it's a long season. So again, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen with people. So I never, uh, I never take anything um, for granted. I don't know if that's the right word, but um, you never know. So you got to keep playing if you're the Chargers. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think but. I think they're going to be all right. Philip Rivers of a season of older quarterbacks really either regressing or getting hurt. Uh, Philip Rivers looks like classic Philip Rivers. So don't don't distrust him until the the fat lady's singing. I think. Yeah, yeah, but I'm a big game in tennis with tennis in Atlanta this week. The Titans come to town, 
after such a terrible performance on Thursday night, and I know his offensive line was struggling, but you got to think that Marcus Mariota is starting to play for his job. Yep. Um, I think they, they better figure out a way to at least score points against the Falcons. After their week one victory, we thought, wow, maybe there's something brewing in Tennessee. Um, it turns out the Browns just aren't that good, and Tennessee is, is pretty bad too. So I'm interested. Um see how he does it's a it's just a huge game on the for uh for marcus there yeah this is a game that that's almost the opposite of of the falcons previous home game against the eagles a team that the eagles are, are a much better passing game than, than the run and they use that very much so against atlanta tennessee it all operates through their running back through derrick henry they may not have delaney walker in this game which i think is a huge aspect to what marcus mariota plays with um, I know Atlanta looks a lot better at home than they did against the Eagles. So I don't know. It's a game I, I wanted to stay away from in picks because it's just there's a lot of weird question marks with how inconsistent both of these teams have looked. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. If if Mariota doesn't get it going and if he doesn't have some sort of put the team on his back type of game, you could be seeing Ryan Tannehill under center for the Titans probably by mid-October. I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. Um, does Buffalo have any shot? I want to think they do. I want to think that's going to be an exciting game, but I think that the Patriots' defense is so good, and they've looked so good that they stifle up the run game that Buffalo's been able to establish against the teams that they've played. Um, yeah, I think New England. I think White picked them as one of his picks, the Patriots minus seven. Yeah, I, I just think Tom Brady figures out how to get this thing done. It's maybe a good it's a, Bills defense, by the way. This yeah, it, I, I was about to say, maybe it's, got... a, maybe it's a New England run game that makes the ultimate difference because they have all those, mm-hmm. diff, all those different guys, and maybe this is the game where Tom Brady doesn't have three touchdowns and a billion yards. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like the, the it's going to be a huge letdown. That or it's going to be... be that one game, this, this is like 10, not 10 years ago, because Gronk wasn't playing 10, he was in, still in college 10 years ago. But there was one game that Gronk had like three touchdowns against the Bills, and the Patriots still somehow lost. I think that was in Buffalo. And, and maybe it's something like that, where this game unexpectedly becomes a fucking shootout, and all of a sudden the Bills are right in it. But as I'm saying that, I'm th- trying to think who on the Bills' offense would be the would be the catalyst to it. Josh Allen and could I mean? But he's got to be able to throw it to somebody, and, and who's going to be who's going to do it? Cole Beasley? I don't think so. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, so I, I mean, the over under on that's forty two. I like the under there. Okay. Yeah. Um, watch out for the injury of James Devlin, Pat's fullback, who's went on IR. IR. That's an interesting. That's one. a good point. That's uh, actually a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about it. Like this is very similar slate, by the way. To- College. Yeah. There's a few big marquee matchups, you know, Dallas Saints, Seahawks, Bears. I mean, uh, Vikings, Bears. Um, I mean, the Browns, Ravens is interesting. And obviously, tomorrow night's game, but a lot of non uh, kind of glamour games out there um, as we kind of dive in. I, I, so it's kind of a weird side. The Monday night game, the Bengals, Steelers. I'll watch because I love football, but man, yeah. it's just not a pretty matchup early on. I'm, it's tough. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a tough one there for me to swap. Yeah, that's um. I just can't wait to hear 
I'm bummed it's not in Cincinnati, so I can't hear Booger have like a five minute segment on Skyline Chili. But maybe he does like a Permani Brothers thing. Maybe we get something like that. We get a little Booger Stadium snacks type of deal. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I mean, what well, else is he going to talk about? Mason Rudolph going to Oklahoma State? I mean, there are some storylines, though. I don't think it's the end of the world. There's I some guess good so. stuff you could talk about. But... Yeah, they figured um, that kind of shit out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got to, yeah. Um, I mentioned there's a couple of teams that I want to see as they continue to play good teams. The Bills, obviously, against the Patriots. You know, the Lions, can they do anything against the Chiefs, even though the Lions are 2-0-1? Um, I think the Ravens, they they are going to be challenged Brown after they lose to Kansas City after that quick start against bad teams. Are they that good? The Browns have a good defense, so we'll see there. Yeah, um, I agree with that. And, and I... And I really think the Cowboys are the Saints. The Cowboys haven't played anybody yet. They played the Dolphins, the Redskins, and the Giants. Three of the worst top three of the worst five teams in football. This is a very good Saints, even without Drew Brees. Are they? I mean, if they blow them out, Cowboys are real. But I, I don't see it to be honest. And um, I know, I know you like them a little bit than I do in this game, but I just I feel like you're going to see a lot about the Cowboys and how good they are as an actual quality opponent. Uh, and a very underrated Saints defense at ho- on the road is what's going to make it even harder. So I am yeah, I'm going to definitely be tuning, tuning into that one. I am too, and just to expand on my pick, I just think you're absolutely right. The Saints defense is pretty good. I think this is a Dak regression game. This is bringing back to the status quo of are we sure Dak's good or not. I just think Zeke I think he has a big game. I think he's the difference maker. It's only two points, so it's basically a pick 'em. So I, I think Zeke makes the difference there. So uh, that's that's why I went with the Cowboys. I think without Drew Brees, the the Cowboys defense isn't one to be stifled with either. I think that that makes their offense a little more a little more one dimensional. Although I think Teddy Bridgewater's done a fine job with the team so far, um, but we'll see. We'll see how it all goes. I'm excited for this weekend though. Uh, obviously the Thunder Cup, and then I'm playing a little golf sun- Sunday morning, taking a few of the out-of-towners out to Gulf Mills. So I'll probably miss the first slate, but tune back in at 4 o'clock to some pretty good football. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it's going to be great, man. It's going to be another big weekend. Ball coming on. You know, I'll be locked in and paying attention. So yeah, get ready. Well, Matty D, anything else before we uh, throw this thing off to uh, to the weekend? I really hope I have a good Friday morning. Hell yeah. Hopefully we're feeling good again. It's a free Duncan. All right. Well, for my man, Matty D, thank you as always, my man. But I am the G-Man. Everybody have a great weekend. Make sure to follow us on Instagram so you can see me whooping Matt's ass on the golf course. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. And follow us on Twitter. Go match the subscribe button. Leave us a five-star review. Maybe Matt will give you a t-shirt like he is with Ryan White. But for my man, Manny D, I am the G-Man. Have a great weekend, everybody, and fly, Eagles, fly.